What up, y'all? Oh my god. God damn. We're the brothers, Mike Hill made it. And Darth Helios, bringing you the smoothest Game of Thrones content. Ooh, so smooth. You're listening to Tales from the Shadow Tower. Shadow Tower. Brought to you by our friends at Van Gossip. We're bringing you theories, theories. Predictions, predictions, episode breakdowns. Oh, Everything you want, we got it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our sexy voices. You're gonna like what you hear. What up, what up? We are back. We are back, everybody. It is back time. again. Uh, you're listening, you know what it is. You're fucking with the brothers. You're listening to the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones, Tales, Tales from, from the Shadow, Shadow Tower. Tower. Uh, we, like I said, we got a very special episode for you. Uh, we're just a couple guys being dudes talking about things we like about Game of Thrones. A couple of dudes being guys. Yeah, we got a special episode for you. We got... Uh, some some voices you might have heard before on our podcast. Some uh, members from the Red Ribbon Army, if you will. Oh uh, shit! We got KP from the Academy. Yo yo yo! And our boy Dante. Hey man, Dwild three on Twitter or Dwild underscore three on Twitter. Plug man. it, plug it, dude. You know where we're at. Find uh, us. Give us a follow. But you know, this episode, obviously, this whole season, if you will, was uh, very uh, very challenging for a lot of fans to watch. Uh, uh, we're not about that here. No, we're here for praise. That's, yeah. that's what it's we're not all for. praise. It's not all praise, but I've got nothing um, to praise. You know what it is. We, we're going to break <laughs> it down for you. Um, but initially, guys, thoughts. What do you? What are you guys at with it? You know what? Um, as far as the season as a whole, I feel like they played all the right notes, just maybe a little too fast. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like mm-hmm. every everything that they needed to hit on, they hit on. But that that classic pacing that we're used to with Game of Thrones we didn't really get which I mean that's that's obviously a byproduct of shortening the seasons so um I feel like all the all the issues people may have had would have been solved with you know a few more episodes each season but it is what it is I still enjoy myself it's been a hell of a ride Game of Thrones oh yeah thank you yeah it's like it's like if you took a Kendrick album and played only the hooks and skipped all the skits in between. <laughs> like, just only the hooks, man. That was essentially what, what they did. You got the high points, but you, you were missing that, that lay beneath it. I mean, just like, it's still good, you know. Oh, it's still, know, it's still, it's still Kendrick, though. Yeah, it's still Kendrick. I'm not, not going to lie like it, it's, it's, it's still Game of Thrones. I think what a lot of people are upset about, honestly, is that it's just coming to an end. Yeah. Uh, whenever, yeah you, whenever you spend, you know, the amount of man hours that like, me and Darth Helios have, I know you guys as well. When you put in that many man hours, you know, it, it always hurts when something like that comes to an end. Um, and the people are going to bitch no matter what. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Like they said from the beginning, it's going to be a bittersweet ending. Like people weren't going to be happy with the way it ended. Just like emotionally and like even like even critically, I don't think you can say too much bad like critically. But to be honest, I, I honestly thought it would have been. I thought it was kind of sweet the ending. It was better than what I thought. I thought ending, it was going to be. Uh, or it doesn't really matter what I think. <laughs> Uh, but I do agree with you, uh, KP. Uh, it was rushed. I think they could have definitely used maybe another two or three episodes, not even in this season, but in the last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I think what we were we were talking about before, they HBO gave them the opportunity to lengthen the season to make this season what it needed to be. Yeah, and H- they denied it. HBO said it could keep going as long as they wanted, but I yeah, mean, but that's expensive. 
D and D want to do other yeah, stuff. Like, stuff. Yeah. Like is Jon Snow gonna is Kit Harrington gonna be Jon Snow for five more seasons? Like who Yes, knows? that's what you get for being in part of something this amazing. Sorry. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you should have done it. Hey, hey. I mean other people had other stuff to do too, so yes, if it was up to me then yeah, yeah man. Yeah, true, true. Like I said, people are gonna complain no matter what. Uh, no matter what the outcome could have been, you know, some people are gonna have their qualms. But um, we're gonna get right into it. The Iron Throne directed by Binyoff and Wise themselves. Yeah, right? They they took the last one for themselves. You yeah. could you know this is their show. And like, All right, yeah, we got this last one. Wow, this they took it from Nutter. I thought Nutter had a uh, yeah. The Nutman Nutman Shaposnik are the are the heralded directors, but they they took this one. But yeah, they say let's end it on our terms. Oh, but the beginning like we did. start we see Tyrion walking a ruined King's Landing. Uh, yeah. Absolutely just blown to shit. Yeah, it's crazy. The devastation that Drogon caused. You get one dope shot. You see this. You see this. <laughs> dead zombie well, not even a zombie but just yeah, burned like, oh, dude in shock just walking I mean, past he's, he's basically a zombie like he he looked like a zombie yeah. it was it was badly badly he's, burned he's burned as fuck Ooh. feel bad for that dude also one thing I wanted to point out that was dope uh, in the opening scene opening credits we did get to see a burned down King's Landing yeah mm-hmm. I figured yeah, we would I'm glad yeah. they I'm glad oh. they uh, incorporated that yeah, um, and, uh, go ahead uh, but yeah Tyrion, I said, Tyrion is walking through this burned city he sees this dude um and he looks at John and says, you know, I'll meet up with you later. He's got some serious fucking contemplating to do about what just happened and the events leading up to it. Yeah, and, and John's, of course, he's like, hey, it's not safe out there, bro. It's, let me send some dudes with you. You can't just go on nothing by yourself. But Terrence's like, nah, I got I to gotta go do this on my own. And you could, at first, when I, when I heard, when I saw this, I was like, is he going to go find Jamie and Cersei? That was my first thought. And he did, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's yeah. and we we get the so this is good to Peter Dinklage because his performance as Tyrion Lannister from season one to it's now good. has been yeah, man. amazing. Surprisingly, the only actor from the show to win an Emmy. Well, not surprisingly because he's been great, but I'm surprised more haven't. Yeah, but for real. Shout out to Pete, man. Wow, I didn't know that. The only one? Yeah. And he's yeah. American. Yeah. Yeah, one of the few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hey, of the few. bring it home for us, Pete. <laughs> uh, um, and like I said, Peter Dinklage, or I'm sorry, Tyrion walks off, uh, and John runs into Grey Worm just cutting down Lannister soldiers. The battle's won, and he's saying, fuck it, fire and blood. Yep. He's following yep. his queen's orders, man. To a fault. Like I said, yeah. fuck that dude. them peasants, hey, bro. Those weren't peasants. Those were soldiers. Yeah, those were hey, soldiers. Hey, even better. <laughs> yeah, so he's cutting down actual soldiers, Not like I said, not giving a fuck. Uh, the battle's won. You see Davos actually... Uh, jump in and say, friend, friend, it's, it's over. Let's. We don't need any more of this carnage. Davos so. tries his hardest to, to mediate as as least amount of violence as possible. He's a good dude. Like, that's, that's all he tries to do. Is like, we don't need no more violence. Bitch made. <laughs> well, hey, like like he said, like why listen to him? He's only lived to be a ripe old age. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's still the oldest dude kicking the Westeros. By, after Kyron got eaten into the, the back wall. of the battles, bitch made. That's he, what you need to be. He's, what you mean? Mean? he's alive still, and the hand of the, the king with John, whatever. Um, <laughs> but John makes a business decision and is like, you know what? I don't really want any of this Dovagetti smoke. No, he don't want none of that. And no, he's like, no, all right, whatever. I'm walking away. And before John would have lost even... that battle, man. Let's be real. John can we, can we have a talk that. about that? that? We're, we ranking John over Grey Worm in our, in our I mean, 1v1 power rankings? Yes. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yes. yeah, yes. I, yeah. I give. It you know what? We'll 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 get to this. We'll get. Don't worry. We'll we'll touch back on that, Dante. We'll get to <laughs> this. What should have been um, 
John versus Grey Worm fight. Um, but after this, Tyrion... Yeah, before they can even get around the corner, like, Grey Worm immediately slits his dude throat. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. gives no fucks. Zero fucks like, were given in that Fuck production. you and your north. I'm about the queen, and she said to kill these motherfuckers. So... So Tyrion begins walking and, uh, the ruins of what is now the Red Keep and is just, again, an awestruck of what's been going on. Um, and he goes to check to see if, like you said, Darth Helios, if Jamie and Cersei made it out and they go to the crypts, and, or not the crypts, the, the dungeons or whatever it is of the Red Keep. Yeah, it, it really hit me that he was, that's, that's where he was going when he went and grabbed that, uh, that torch mm-hmm. and started walking down. Like, this okay, was a yeah. great scene, I think. Yeah, it fantastic was scene. I know I've heard some people complain about the fact that last episode it looked like the entire fucking building came down on top of him and then Tyrion just kind of walked up and saw mm-hmm. two or three piles of, of rubble like it was not that big of a deal but I mean for to- storytelling purposes you have to kind of visualize what it's what you what you want it to look like and then yeah, also have to be able to tell a story yeah like nitpicking guy yeah Tyrion's not gonna be able to climb through a whole entire yeah but it did rubble like it that. did look like they just scooted to the left a little bit <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> they might have been straight hey stupidest um, lannister man That's hey man mean. the stupidest minister did they walk through the room that Tyrion and cersei met in like for the end of season seven was that a reference? Uh, is that where yeah, he, he walked did. down the stairs to? That's yeah, right. that, that is where he walked through because when he walked uh, across that, that map room, that's where that's where that room le- that's oh, where yeah. that room leads to. Okay, thought I said uh, Yeah, and as this was callback. as this is happening, the Reigns of Cast one of the many variations of the Reigns of Casimir begins to play. Uh, and again, a lot of people were talking they really didn't fuck with the Cersei death scene. Uh, honestly, I thought it was okay just looking back on it. Um, you know, it actually, because when it happened, I actually kind of felt something for the two, which I really hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, that's, that's exactly what they were going for. They build up Cersei as, of course, this, this crazy, hu- like, horrible human being. And then at her final seconds of life, we feel bad for her because mm-hmm. she's finally, she's, she's lost everything. Everything around her is crumbling down, literally. Her entire world is coming down. And she can only just sit there and, and just cry. They're just two yeah. kids in love, man. Yeah. I mean, they they somehow managed to make Cersei a martyr and to make us give a shit about Theon. That right yeah. there, bravo. Yeah, very, right very, story well yeah. Like, yeah. very well put. Yeah, very well You cannot tell me that's not good writing. Like people who complain about the writing of this show, y'all can go fuck yourself <laughs> because that that right there is clearly good writing. We're, we're not here for the slander. Um, but immediately after this scene, it cuts to Arya who sees John uh, walking through the crowd of Dothraki up to. Uh, what seems to be the very top of the red, the very top steps of the Red Keep to meet Danny. Uh, they, and one thing I wanted to point out, they already have the Targaryen sigil flag yeah. flying over that shit. That looked dope. Yeah, that looks oh, yeah. super, super dope. Just and like the color palette of this scene is just like a bunch yes. of gray and ash, and then the and red. It the just reminded me of like and then it, it like matches perfectly like with her outfit too. Like the the background, the, like you just said, like the backdrop and. And like the 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 gray and, and black colors perfectly match her outfit and how like she's coming into mm-hmm. this this and power. As as John's walking up, Drogon flies over again. Dope visual, and John gets to the top of the steps, and we get probably the dopest visual Bruh. Game like, of Thrones has produced. This is Bruh. the dopest shit I've ever seen. Like even still thinking about it, now gives me goosebumps. Bruh, I need that crazy. poster. Waking Bruh. the dragon. The that dragon. shit was dope. That's oh incredible my stuff. God. And Drogon lands to the. To the left of her. Oh yes. Like her, like her left hand. Tyrion was supposed to be on the right side, like mm-hmm. her right hand. Like just the 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 symbolism with 
where they're oh going. damn i didn't even think about that that's yeah man mm-hmm. see look that's more, that's more simple than this being tied in right there you need to think that. about it look and then we're, we're helping you discover that shit we're not gonna help you find the water bottles left in those scenes <laughs> we'll help you yeah. find the visuals yeah, we we're, here for, that, yeah. we're here for thrones all right uh, but what the fuck guys come on a bottle come on yeah, um but like yeah this scene it um like you can tell like danny has gone full-on mad queen like like these these this symbolism that we're seeing right here is very much the symbolism of a, of a of a dictator of a tyrant and yeah, like, she's standing like high on her hill above every above all of her minions foreboding presence and she's giving this this crazy and yeah danny actually gives a really good speech honestly. a very yeah. jarring speech to uh, her soldiers right speech uh, she's giving me real mussolini vibes right, right? Now. <laughs> mussolini vibes. Um, and yes my my homies she she rewarded uh, Grey Worm with Master of War, Master of War. Uh, you know, and she she thanks the Dothraki, thanks the Unsullied for everything they've done. Um, and I mean, like from their point of view, like they're in the right. Like they've they come they came from Essos. They decided to follow this person, and, and they won. And she promised them that she was going to take them to another land, and they were going to thrive. And well, they're they, here in another they, land, muttering the line of thriving. Well. But, and 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 their and their point from their point of view in their eyes they are thriving they just they just destroyed the city yeah, yeah. exactly after, what they it, came to do but one, after yeah. this speech though I was down with that I was like there's no there we're too far down the rabbit hole we ain't coming back we might as well take over the whole world oh, I was, yeah. with I, was I was all in on the reign of terror and yeah I need that right yeah, I think a lot of a lot of Danny supporters are feeling that same way I um, mean that was a little much you know I've I've been diehard Danny since season one. So the fact that they had her switch to like, oh, rule the world, I was like, whoa, now. Yeah, the Dan- when we we talked uh, in our last podcast a little bit, the Danny switch is is still. One, once I realized, all right, there's no coming back from what they're doing to her. I accepted the season for what it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I was still hurt when when they just did this complete 180 switch. But it's it's weird. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I guess this could be like Danny just kind of like sticking to her guns. Danny has always been better as a conqueror better in the big moments she doesn't danny's really like a, a mm-hmm. an overarching she's not uh concerned with the details she just well, likes doing the well, putting at, the final stamps on things well after this speech you can tell she's gets a giant lady boner yes like it made her feel yeah. so just and right like she was like all right i'm i'm validated from from what i did she, she probably actually thought um, she was flying her there's probably an out-of-body experience for I, her right there, there. there's one I, the reason i bring this up because I, I wanted to go back to something uh that sir barrison actually told danny when she was in essos and it was about the mad king and before i say this <laughs> right after Bar- sir barrison said this she said she said i'm not my father but anyways um <laughs> sir Barrett says the mad king gave out just as he thought his enemies deserved and every time it made him feel it made him feel more powerful and right to the very end just like danny just like him. danny you are your father's daughter and mad we'll get, queen me we'll get into this <laughs> later but but Tyrion pretty much breaks down exactly what you just said for us man well, that'll that'll come all later but Right. continue so actually speaking of Tyrion, this is when Tyrion walks up yeah Tyrion probably resigns yeah. in the most disrespectful way possible without just shitting on this girl's face i would have had his head right there dog. right i i thought I, yeah i thought danny's gonna do the deed at that point too <laughs> right i mean she she could have yeah, yeah. the way he yeah. threw he just chucked the the hand of the king pin down the stairs like fuck you and this pin and the, the dialogue goes something a little along the lines of Danny says, you freed your brother and committed treason. And Tyrion replies, and you slaughtered a city. Mm. Mm. 
Chill. She's got like, a point. That's a clap back. Yeah, she, she did. He gives that, fucks. That's exactly what she did. He learned one thing from Masad Day down in those cribs. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> the black woman yeah. clap back. Hey, another another yeah, he's, a, he's a quick learner. Um, so, obviously, Danny says, take this motherfucker. Uh, you can't just talk to me like that. Um, and as they're walking away, John kind of walks back and sees them going. And Arya just pops the fuck out of nowhere. Yeah, so... Again, she like she doesn't stop being a ninja. It just Never. it just keeps going. She's in and out everywhere. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I laughed when I saw that. I was like, oh hell no. Right? When I like, saw that, I was like, I was thinking, all right, Arya could definitely been killed. Denny, she could definitely sneak up on this woman. Oh yeah. This um, thing about like like John's like thought right now. He's like he's thinking like, oh my god, this this bitch actually just really blew up this entire town. Mm-hmm. Now she's talking about taking over the world. What the fuck? Holy shit, Arya, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> like, No, chill, that's his queen, though. That's hey, his queen. Arya seemed a little indifferent, though. I expected her to be a little bit more mad after what we saw yeah. from her last episode. But she was just like, hey, man, you better get the fuck out of here, John. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seemed like she was just trying to like you said, just get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, like it didn't seem like she wanted any any smoke. Yeah, well, she saw that dragon, didn't she? Ain't trying to fuck with that. Yeah, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. So after Tyrion gets taken, we get uh, the the Tyrion John scene. John goes to meet with Tyrion to talk about. I don't know. I don't really know why he went there in the first place. But honestly, I think the reason that John went down there is because he knew what he had to do. But he didn't want to admit it, so he wanted someone to talk him, talk him to. into it. Right. It's like it's similar to um, what Stannis did with Davos back in, I think, season three. Mm-hmm. When, uh, before he, yeah, right before he, uh, he, mm-hmm. he was supposed to kill Gendry. Like, that's, a, that's the same exact type of, mm-hmm. like, same exact situation. Yeah. Stannis did it twice. He, uh, yeah. lo- he locked Davos up right before he killed Gendry, and he also sent Davos back to Castle Black right before he burned Shireen alive. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, and Tyrion at this point is doing all he can to convince John of what he needs to do yep. uh, and he pretty much sums up Danny's whole plot line from season 1 through 6 um, in that whole line uh, and he says you know John tries to empathize with Danny and says you know everything she's done is justified which we as fans who are yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny's supporters said this. that like we've been following this yeah. since the beginning and of course you know, like we see her do these things and we cheer her on and I mean, granted, yes, they were sl- they were slavers, and they are objectively bad people. Mm-hmm. But she's still in the process of taking over the cities, killing thousands upon thousands of people. And, and, and over time, that that starts to you you're, you start off doing the right thing, and over time, that warps and gets twisted and corrupted into and, what we have now. And what Tyrion actually says it it says everywhere she goes, evil man die, and we applaud her and cheer for it. And she grows more powerful and thinks she's just and right. Just like the Mad King. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to say with that kind of, just to res- like, I guess redact that, if you will, is just, yeah, they were bad men, so that's why it is justified. Um, yeah. Again, even though what she did at this point wasn't, everything she did to the bad men in the past, everything was justified. So I don't think you can really spin that. I mean, she did Slaughter City, yes, but again, yeah. it doesn't make sense from the character chain that she went through, from what she was doing in Essos to free people and help people out to what she did here, it kind of doesn't tie together, you know. But I think it's um, it's a just a, a more symbolism towards the Iron Throne. Like the more you work towards, the more you lust after the Iron mm-hmm. Throne. Mm-hmm. Even though, even if you start off with start off uh, on this journey with the, <clears throat> the perfect intentions to actually bring peace to the world, as you go along towards on, along this Game of Thrones, you eventually 
become twisted and corrupted. Yeah, um, I saw um, a tweet that compared the Iron Throne to uh, the Ring of Power from mm-hmm. Lord of right. the Rings. Yeah, absolutely. Very similar. Yeah. You know George R. is a, very, is a yeah, big he's a Tolkien guy. guy so. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a stan. Um, <laughs> and John has a heart-to-heart with himself pretty much at this point because Tyrion says, you know, you've been up there on a dragon. You felt that power. Would you do it? And again, John, you know, empathize like you know, she lost her dragon, she lost her best friend. What do you expect? John and, is trying his hardest. Yes. He's trying his hardest. Yeah, Sounded like me. He's trying to ride for his queen. He's he's trying not to betray her. He knows what's going on, but he, he he's he's too honorable. He's way too honorable to, to actually. John is a bum. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean let's let's reflect on these innocent. I'm using air quotes. King's Landing peasants. So let's start season one. They were calling for Ned Stark's head. Yeah. Yay, the most right. honorable man in the in the country that was trying to do right by them. They said, yeah, cut that man's head off. Then we go into later into the season. Let's, we can even go into when they're, they're throwing shit onto Cersei, spitting mm-hmm. onto yeah. Cersei. Yeah, fuck these peasants. That, we get- yeah, fuck these peasants, essentially, because like Euron said in season seven, all they really care about is severed heads. They're not really innocent people. They're pieces of shit. So I, I digress, though. That is true, but they also are a, a product of their environment because mm-hmm. Cersei has been putting them through the ringer for them. Not just Cersei, but everyone since well, yeah if you live Baratheon in king's landing you're living shitty. a fucked life anyway yeah. Yeah. um but still that's not the point um but in this conversation john and john Tyrion has back and forth and john says love is a death of duty um and Tyrion's actually very surprised and says did you come up yeah. with that yourself he's like nah <laughs> that's, bro. That's very poetic <laughs> yeah that man talking. really called him stupid real quick <laughs> <laughs> dude they, they've been calling john snow though dolt the entire <laughs> the entire yeah. series so yeah, it kind of makes short sense. idiot yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been calling this man a short oh. idiot all the all series and yeah. john didn't want any of this from the beginning he yeah. just wanted to go up north and fuck off uh. somewhere <laughs> and they, people keep bothering him like, right. leave me alone people uh but Tyrion does reply says sometimes duty is the death of love and at this point what i assumed when i'm pretty sure what everybody assumed was going to happen is that all right bet john has to kill danny and take his fucking spot on the throne. Mm-hmm. He's at this point. He should see that he's the he's the Seven Kingdoms' only hope. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. At this point, this is what I thought he was going to do in this text scene. Yeah, um, I, I I agree because we we've said before that it's, it's time for John to, to step up. Like he's been, he's been given power all this mm-hmm. time. Now it's time for him to actually take this power. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything he's done in his life, he's been born to do. And like you kept saying, you know, he doesn't want power, but he keeps keeps getting thrust upon him. At, at some point, you gotta just say fuck it. You know what I mean? This is yeah. who I am. I'm meant to be Aegon Targaryen. The season five, right before he died, Maester Aemon told him to kill the boy, and that's when he brought the wildlings in from mm-hmm. beyond mm-hmm. the wall, and then he yeah. got killed. And he got killed for it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I assumed he would make the same type of bold decision to, you know, right. take his rightful place on the throne and. Uh, he didn't, so fuck John. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. John, this whole season, for me, has, has been a bum. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on with him, but again, we'll, we'll kind of get into more of some... I, in the earlier podcast, I wasn't for the John slander, but you know his actions kind of warrant it a little bit, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get into it. Um, so we get the next scene. We get the John Danny scene, um, and John walks up to see Danny on the throne, um, 
I'm sorry. Before this happens, John's walking up to the Red Keep, and we get another dope visual mm-hmm. of Drogon uh, sleeping in this ash. Yeah, just Yo. shaking the ash off. Like, when I saw that at first, I thought that was just another part of the building <laughs> said collapsing. shaking the ash off. <laughs> shaking his ass off. I just uh, thought that was, like, another part of the building just, like, collapsing because, you know, it did just get blown to hell. By dragon plane. Um, and then when Drogon pops up, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was, that that was, was dope. dope. That, was, that was HBO just flexing, right? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah was, they, they don't have enough uh, seat... CGI in the budget or burning the budget for yeah, that, but whatever. Drogon was like, "Oh, let me. Who, who's you? Who you is? Most right, overpaid cool, cool, bodyguard ever." <laughs> <laughs> Chill. I mean, he did um, just nuke a city, so yeah, yeah, he did just just demolish a city, so he's doing pretty well for himself. Um, but uh, Danny, or I'm sorry, after this point, um, Danny walks to the throne room and looks at the Iron Throne, and as she goes to touch it, Jon Snow walks in the back. And this this scene right here is is her the vision that she got way back in season two in the House of the Undying. Yep. It is this scene finally, this vision finally coming true for her. She's finally in the throne room, able to finally touch and actually hold this throne that she's been lusting at, that she's been going after for all of these years. And and if you remember the vision, it was it was when she was, like Alex said in the House of the Undying. She goes through a door and sees a destroyed wrecked obviously you've seen the scene uh throne room and what's coming down on it it looks like it's either snow or ash and she touches it so i've seen like things online it's like the breakdown of it is danny touches the throne the snow like we kind of mentioned in the last episode the snow on the throne is john snow killing her before she's able to sit on or take it which is why she never sat on in the vision and then after this immediately happened she she is called off to another room from I think she hit, hears her dragons calling her, and mm-hmm. she goes up north and sees Rhaegal. I'm sorry, Rago and Drogo, and it's like her dying is her going to the afterlife to be with her loved one. So yeah, which I mean that's pretty much what what Drogon does. He pretty much carries her off to the Nightlands. Um, and like I, said, I never, I really never thought she'd actually sit on the throne. To be honest, even before the season started, I knew no. I never thought she would sit on the throne. I knew There's she was gonna die, but one prediction um, I did get right. Throughout this entire, because every single one that I got that I said was wrong, one that I did get right is that Danny was gonna die. Yeah, everyone, I appreciate. Yeah, I feel like. So, I, feel like I, I can say I can say that one. I got that one right. I talked myself into my queen dying, but I really thought it was gonna be happier. Or, well, not even happier. I thought she was gonna be pregnant, yeah. and I thought yeah. that she was gonna die in childbirth, like most Targaryens. Yeah, yeah and I, I <laughs> but same, same. No, it yeah, me too. Didn't work. Out um, so Danny at this point is doing her best to convince John that what she's doing and what they can do together is just and right. Um, and one thing yeah, I want she make a compelling argument. Yeah, too, she makes a very uh, very compelling argument. And what I wanted to ask is: Is Danny wrong or right for the way she is going to go about liberating cities? Because she's giving people a choice either to follow her. I mean, it's, it's a great line about it. What do you guys think? Um, I think just the way that just the way she's speaking it just comes off a little unhinged like yeah. she's like we know what's good like we know what's best for everyone like you literally just killed everyone so you clearly don't mm-hmm. but um yeah if this was the danny from like two seasons ago i'd be like okay yeah, yeah i did what right. you're saying but after seeing what she just uh-huh. did and seeing how and she's trying to come apart this season then i i can't buy it because everything she's trying to do is right but she's now now at this point the way she's the way she's it. yeah the way she's going about it is mm-hmm. the wrong way. And Danny does say to Jai, you know, it's their destiny. Ever since you were a boy with a bastard's name and a girl and a girl who can count to twenty, 
when she said that, that honestly does make sense. Because Malisandre even said, you know, she brought ice and fire together. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, it would be their destiny for them to come together and, you know, issue the dawn. Like the right. prince and princess who were promised to issue the dawn. Exactly. <gasps> Ooh, what if that's what that means? If they were together, they would bring the dawn of a new age and they would rule the world. Oh, shit, oh. I didn't even think about that. Oh. Hey, we'll, we'll never get it out. now, because oh, fuck damn. John. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, this, during this whole time, like, all, all of these things that, that Danny's saying, I'm like, I mean, making a good point, like, <laughs> John might actually go with it. He might, he might actually go with this. Like, this might actually be his chance for him to... But John also makes some very compelling arguments yeah. back and says, you know, Danny, you can make them see that they made a mistake. You can make them, sh you know, show them a better way. And depending on how Danny answered those questions, I'm pretty sure John mm -hmm. was either going to let her live or die. Yeah, once she was, once she was like, yeah, they don't get to choose, that's when he was, that's he when was he knew. Like, oh, oh, shit. Damn. And that's okay. when I was like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. That's, this is, this is it now. We got to do this. Yeah, yeah she kind of... immediate red flag is when John says, you know, how do you know it's good? And she says, oh, so how, how do you know, he says, how do you know it'll be good? And she says, I know it's good. <laughs> like, okay, well, bars. Uh, the yeah, most um, circular reasoning of an, of a defense yeah. ever. Can I get some facts behind that? Please? Yeah, um, that's very convenient, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, that's and, like if you went to the grocery store and they asked you for the receipt and you just said, "Nah, I bought it." <laughs> it's like, here. Nah, and don't work like as that. as just like Egrid, Danny dies in in John's arms, and Drogon immediately notices and just goes goes ham yeah it took drug on all of three seconds to so hop in the air dante you brought this up a little bit earlier <laughs> how are you feeling about this scene man Drogon bitch made too. I'm coming for everybody's <laughs> head all episode. How Drogon gonna light up everything except John? You <laughs> nudged her about four times. Like you could smell the blood. You saw the blade. Dragons are supposed to be more intelligent than people. Drogon 100% knew that John no, murked sure. his moms. But, and yeah. he's bitch made. Hey, bro, anybody murk my moms? I don't care but what you the punishment admit, is. You they get murked. You, you have to admit, it was a cool metaphor as, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't you who killed my mother, it's this Iron Throne. Yeah, yeah exactly, and that's like, why he it's, it a, it's the ring. He, made a, he mm -hmm. made a political statement, and, you know, they are smarter than us, so maybe, hey, I'm not, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he, maybe he reads up in, on his politics. Yeah, mm -hmm. Maybe he just knows, you know? But, nah, yeah. drug on bitch, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> Any, anyways, we do get the dopest visual of him liquefying the Iron Throne. Yeah, that um, a lot of CGI for that for sure. Yeah, that that, that shot from the back like that with the fire coming over the throne, and then it just melting down like that. That he did completely whiff though yeah. on the first on the first. Flame. Yeah, because I was wondering yeah, I what, know, what, I what, are you doing? what he was trying to. Yeah, I don't know what you're, know what you're doing. Maybe, I think he's maybe just, just trying to heat it up around the edges, and then <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what he was going for. Get it nice and crispy. Um, and um, anyways, he he. Neglects to flame John, uh, question marks there, and takes Danny and dips out. Um, now, for me, up to this point, this episode was 10. It was bar for bar. It was, it was 10 out of 10 for me up to this point. Yeah. And, and then a lot of red flags just yeah. start, honestly, to me, get thrown. And it's, again, like you brought up, KP, it's just rushed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Game of Thrones hit their first time jump, I think, in 
series history in the last 30 minutes of the mm-hmm. series yeah, that's we, we get a it's, it's beard time so you know i mean I, I like the beard time you know you don't get like an exact date of like what happened but you know we see everybody's beard gets longer and just okay i assume yeah, I think so one thing i wanted to bring up like, like like we talked about before john obviously turned himself in right because yeah. danny's yeah. body wasn't there drogon wasn't there how they know it was john that he had to have turned himself in which right. is the problem this is the only reason why they didn't kill him on the spot because if they would have found him there and or fa- and if they would have went up there and found him and danny like that they would have easily just chopped this dude's head off right there on the spot so right. it would make sense that afterwards he went and turned himself in and then was held for what three four weeks yeah, I, yeah. A month or so. I wish you would have seen that but, yeah, yeah. J- John's bitch made, so you know that's <laughs> it. It's of course you know he snitched to Sansa, so it it makes sense that he yeah. would you know go yeah. and snitch on himself. We know John got loose lips, man. <laughs> R.I.P. to Ned Stark, one who could really take a secret to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make him like that anymore, for real. For they real. really don't. Um, yeah. Like you said, they we get the first time jump pretty much in Game of Thrones. I don't know what the time is for this, like two weeks, maybe a month. I heard, I heard six weeks. It's so about yeah, about a month and a half yeah. or so, They're and like, we get we get the Lords of Westeros meeting here, um, and we do get an all time line. I do want to point out, and it was between Yara and Arya. Uh, Yara says, "You know, let the unsullied or let the unsullied have John and give him what he deserves." And Sansa or Arya says, "Say another word about killing my brother, and I'll cut your throat." My fucking, <laughs> yeah, she's about it because. It would have taken her <coughs> two seconds to get over there, slice her throat, and back in the seat. And no, 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 no. All hey, timeline. That a, shit was smooth. A quick note on Arya. Um, actually, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Well, because we're, we're kind of pretty much going to just pan over this real quick and get into our thoughts of the second half of this episode. Because, um, as you know, uh, we'll get a funny line. Um, Tyrion says... Tyrion says, you know, you guys are the most powerful people here, yada, yada. Grey Worm lets them speak for whatever reason. And they, we get to the point of them choosing uh, a new king. And Edmure Tully, who we haven't seen in yeah. God knows we how long. We have seen him in four seasons. Edmure <laughs> said, I'm a veteran of two wars. I, You mean prisoner yeah, yeah, of two wars, bro? Chill out. See, the semantics. No one else knows yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're arguing semantics. And Sans is like, uncle... Sit down, please. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I mean, I'm not gonna. Lie. I can't. I can't be mad at him though. He shot a shot. He, hey, he tried. He, he at least tried. At least he's shooting shots. I mean, right. He, shoot he shoot. failed. Man, and you're like shot. Draymond from Three, bro. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> And then we get we get uh, Sam trying to introduce democracy to us to run, and then immediately just getting laughed in his face. Wow. Hey, might as well let my horse have a vote. Oh, God no. damn, oh, brother. Sam, Sam really looked like a little bitch again without John backing his ass hey, up. Hashtag fuck them peasants. <laughs> fuck them peasants. <laughs> and Tyrion asked the uh, lords of, of Westeros what unites people. And he says stories. And he proceeds to nominate Bran the Broken because he says who has a better story? Of uh, a little uh, kid who was pushed from a window and survived, went up north, became the three-eyed raven, and that's about it. How about Jon fucking Snow? He <laughs> got a better so, story. This is my issue with everything, because why was why was Aegon Targaryen not brought up? Uh, not mention the Song of Ice and Fire. We ended his season. We ended a season on his lineage reveal. To be the king. This was made up to be some big thing, and the only traction it really got was to be a, a, the, the main staple in Danny and, 
and Danny's downfall or descent to madness. That's essentially what his his background or his lineage is for. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Like, okay, the way that I have had pictured this in my mind anyway, Jon Snow's attempt, his chance to take absolute, his chance to take power, like, like we were saying, he needs to finally step up and actually st- uh, become king. His chance to step up and take that power was him deciding whether or not to side with Danny. If he sided with Danny, then him and her, like those two would have gone on and ruled together, and that would have been him stepping up and being oh. the king. Now, mm. now his like choice that, so. to his choice to not do that and, and kill Danny right there. That was his choice to not deny that power, and that is why I think he was not there during that council because he had already. It, in, a, in a storytelling sense, not, in, not in, in an actual sense, but in a storytelling sense, that was him That's giving still up his a stretch, power. though, I think, to make, that, to make that assumption and jump and leap. I mean, well, this is a, a, a book that, and a story that has many, many uh, metaphorical and many But still, many I just don't understand. Type, type I don't understand how so. he's been our guy, the main dude, for pretty much ever. I know he said multiple times he doesn't want the throne, yada, yada, but that's not an excuse because no one who... Every, no one there wanted the throne. Yeah, Bran didn't even fucking want it. And he, how can he say multiple? How does Bran say multiple times, um, I can't be lord of anything anymore, I'm the three-eyed raven, but he's come all this way to be king? Yeah, because he couldn't be the lord of Winterfell because he needs to be king. He can't yeah, be both. Bran filled the biggest fleece on everybody <laughs> in Westeros, man. Said, no, I don't want anything. I just want to rule the country. I know, like exactly. he said, he didn't want to be king. But I guess he felt like he had to. And maybe what I was thinking, maybe with the rewatch, I can maybe connect the dots a little better. But I've seen this shit a lot. And it just I just don't understand you know, why, we, why he would sit on the throne when he says in the last two seasons, maybe a total of 70 words... Because um, honestly, when the Night King died, I thought his storyline was over. Just because he hasn't done anything to further the storyline so far or help anyone or affect anyone in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, now I, I do have a question, though. Of the people who were there, who else is the better option? Jon Snow. Arya. But Jon's not an option at this point. He should be, though. I mean, but I feel no, like he's not, like though. Jon, like, like, he killed the queen. Like... Uh, there is no way that they were gonna let him. Well, the Unsullied were gonna let him do. The Unsullied left. No, no, they. Well, yeah, they did leave after, but yeah, they left afterwards though. But of all the people who were there, who was the best? Who was the better option to become king? I mean, I'm just surprised we didn't get a Hillary Clinton, Sansa Stark, uh, hey, you know, so election pitch. I'm so glad she didn't. Because <laughs> I would have I got up and left. <laughs> I needed the, the first queen. Of the, after, she, after she made her uncle sit down, bro, I really thought like she was going to be like, all right, so y'all know what it is. Like, like when, she, kinda... when she looked at, at Bran after like, they were nominating him, I was like, oh, don't you dare, Sansa. Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what she did. She was like, yeah, you know what this is. Uh, Fuck y'all, the North is independent. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm cool with that, but... When, when she said that, though, wh- again, what is stopping every other nation or every other lord from doing the exact same thing? They already said I. They already said I. Hey, man, I would have I rescinded my vote really yeah. quick. If I'm Prince of Dorne... I mean, Dorne didn't even get captured originally by the Targaryens. That's it true, took yeah. them 100, 200 years after the Targaryen quant- con- conquest to actually get 
you know, peacefully integrated through marriage and, and into and, the Seven Kingdoms. And what about the Iron Islands? Not that I give a fuck about them, but, you know, Yara and Danny had an agreement. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, Yara was ready to live up to it. Like, she was, she was ready for it. That's yeah, why she's saying that's why So she you know there's going to be another Iron Island rebellion coming up in the next couple of years. Probably. Because history repeats itself. And, and so, some, some other crazy shit's going to happen with the Iron Islands. And then it's going to be another crazy-ass siege going on, like... We already, we already know this. The one thing I feel like would would have made more sense, I guess. I guess you're right, KP. Um, you know, John killed the queen, um, so there's no way. Uh, even I don't really think that matters. But anyways, um, I think Bran would have been better suited as the hand of the king, like Brennan Rivers was before he became yeah. Three Eyed Raven. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he has all this knowledge. Again, he asks, we don't have a master of whispers. Like, dude, you know yeah, everything. You what do you need to be hearing secrets about? Which I, I do agree with you. He would have been much better suited to be the, the hand of the king. But then again, it goes back to who's going to be king then. Who, of the people there, who's the best option? We already saw Edmure get smacked down and no one else even attempted to, hey, to how stand about, up and um, talk about it. Post, uh, post glow up Robin Aaron. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Can we talk about that for a he second? Swings a, he swings a sword like a girl with palsy. But <laughs> hey, man, he clearly what? he clearly yeah. glowed up. Yeah, man. He, he, yeah, he looks oh, different. Yeah, he he turned out from an annoying, titty, ugly ass motherfucker to an actual somewhat decent looking dude. Yeah, this, man, dude, this dude grew up. Oh, that shit. man's been in the veil shooting arrows for about two years now. <laughs> he's feeling, he's feeling this dude's a master sure. archer right now. This dude's fucking Hawkeye. Hey, not to mention his fit was crazy. Yeah, Yo, he yeah, was he, looking, he was looking clean. Yeah, he was. He, he, um, he was looking good. But as as you know, as you know, Brand said, I don't know if we if we brought this back up. I thought we brought this up, but Brand says, uh, you know, why do you think I came all this way when he got the throne? Does that mean you know Brand knew everything that was going to happen? I would say yes, probably. So does that make him an evil person if he knew that Danny was going to slaughter a whole city and not warn anybody, but he came all the <laughs> yeah. way to be king just to be king? Hey, man, find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I think this really enforces the fact that Bran is essentially Doctor Strange with like well, the, the, keeper the, of the, the time, time stuff, yeah, the lines. keeper of the timelines. Yeah. But like even um, there's been speculation from um, from other book readers and other uh, YouTube theorists and whatnot that even in the books the Three Eyed Raven wasn't necessarily a good dude. Like there mm-hmm. there are a lot a lot of a lot hits. of implications of because I like, guess you know like when Jojen died the Three Eyed Raven fed uh, Bran his blood to make mm-hmm. him stronger. Like there's all there's a lot of yeah. dead uh, skulls in his Three Eyed Raven cave. Yeah, there's a lot. So like, there's a lot of not yeah. cool shit that he's that he's done. But you know, so. all we can do now, honestly, is fucking speculate because it's over, and they're only gonna do prequels. So, and like that's that's I feel like that's a, a good way. That's a, a I know, of course, you can't write an ending that everyone's gonna love and and everything. But they left enough open, open ended for us, the fans, to talk about. Right. Like for years and years to come, <laughs> there there are enough open plot threads to where there are people out there who are probably I guarantee there are people out there working on fan fiction right now to well you know we're not getting Arya yeah. the Arya the Explorer yeah. timeline hey, Shit, fuck some, you HBO somebody make it. <laughs> fuck you HBO like come on that's what the people want to see man Arya's America's sweetheart everybody wants to see her go west of Westeros man what the fuck throw Maisie the bag and let's get this shit popping <laughs> I can watch it I bet you show time though Oh, <laughs> that's what Showtime needs to get back in the game. Hey, man, Black Sales was insane. Is so it good? Show, man, oh no, I'm sorry, that was Stars, not Showtime. Oh, damn Still, Stars could be. 
Hey, Showtime has a what's it called? Uh, forget it. Whatever. <laughs> Not important. Uh, but the last scene is pretty much, um, I guess you, if you will, the breaking of the wheel of Westeros with this nomination of Brand the Broken. A lot of people are talking junk about his nickname as well, but you know, it's Westeros. You don't really I mean, get that many great nicknames yeah. out there. I mean, Kingslayer, the Imp, Littlefinger. It's it's the most literal thing, and it's going to be. It's shit. not a good nickname, yeah, and, but uh, it's the most fitting. Like pre uh, pre Robert, like every every ruler had like that kind of epithet next to uh, next to their name. Like it'd be so and so, like Aegon yeah. the Aegon the unworthy. Aegon, uh, yeah, Aegon the the bad. Baylor the blessed. <laughs> Like hey, yo, the car is good. Blessing. I'll say it right there. Joe the bad. Like you already know what the fuck going on. <laughs> yeah, it's just, they they the just a, That's a dope one. Though. They had a quick synopsis of their personality in one word. Yeah, like Ma- Magor the cruel. Like you already, you already oh, know what's okay. going on in the Red Keep, man. But oh. can can we talk about how Sansa was talking shit about her brother in front of the oh whole Lord of the Vale? She really said, this man's dick don't work. <laughs> like, that's just how she <laughs> came in. She said, he can't be king. That His dick don't work. She, I was like, bitch. Sansa a hating ass bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> she fine, though. Sophie, I love yeah, you. Yeah, she fine. And, um, hey, she a queen. Now. She can do whatever she wants. And I know they said, you know, this was going to be a bittersweet ending. But honestly, like I said earlier in the podcast, I feel like this is... Uh, way more sweet than I was expecting. I know I was I was expecting you know pretty much everyone dead, the Night King to take over. I knew Danny was gonna die. If anything, I thought only John was gonna die uh, or John was gonna live. So, um, but like oh, yeah. I said, after after the the melting of the throne, this episode I was um, I was just kind of scratching my head. Still, way way better than Lost. So, <laughs> man, please, yeah. Lost stunk. <laughs> See, now I need to watch. I, I need to watch Lost. It actually, I'm, I'm, I've been very hesitant to watch it just because you keep telling me oh, how like, bad it is. You guys would attest to this. It's a great show with a shit ending. Oh yeah. See, now I feel like if I watch it, I'm gonna like the ending. See, and that's the I, difference I, I, I between like Game it. of Thrones because even everybody who's got Twitter fingers talking shit about the show, mm-hmm. like you would still 100% recommend. Game to of, someone yeah, who else, yeah. to someone else who hasn't seen the show, no matter what, that they need yeah. to go watch the show. Even if you didn't like the ending, the show is so good that it transcends that. Yeah, like there's a lot of hyperbole being thrown around right now. Like, oh, the ending ruined the show. Like, no, the fuck it didn't. Like, Shut no, you the hell up, man. People trying to say Breaking Bad's better than Game of Thrones. Come on, Walter White. No. Breaking Bad. Hey, hey, you behind. haven't seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> 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 <Show out>. And <laughs> hey, no Breaking Bad slander so prosper. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, like we were saying, people are, people were going to bitch just a bitch. Um, no matter how it ended, it could have been a 10 out of 10 episode and people still would have some bad to say. Yeah. Um, you know, I put in a lot of man hours of the show. I fucking love this show. I appreciate everything the cast has done, everything the directors have produced and everyone who's like been a part of this to make pretty much a, a featured film every episode. 100%. Yeah. I, I applaud you for that and you guys captivated me and I'm ha- I'm here for it. So now, Even even the the shitty fans out here who, who are complaining and, and out here talking about making a petition to reshoot season eight even those guys like i i think i think those guys because without them this this whole game of thrones phenomenon would have never happened it just shows you how big of a deal yeah, it is this is a all big right. fucking deal a huge deal um but i think that's all we have for you for, for you guys tonight actually no um, i'm sorry hold on oh, whoa, before, before whoa. we end we got to get into the, um that 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 very that final scene with um 
with the with the Starks finally with, oh, with the Starks finally leaving oh, and, like and Grey Worm's up. final ending. Yeah, hey, the pack survives, man. I, I knew it. I called it in my death pool. I called it whenever I saw Sophie Turner get that pack survives tattoo. I was like, you know what? I think all Dang. the Starks are gonna live. Yo, can we talk about how the Starks had the most? humongous come up of any person in the history they run all westeros you got john pretty much going to be king of the wildlings up north you have sansa as queen of the north like he's not Mm -hmm. the same ring to it as king of the north not 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 quite but i mean she's still i mean she's queen of the north like she she set out and got to what she yeah, got. What she, she was wanted. looking fine. Yes, she hey, was. that new queen fit go crazy. <laughs> yeah, she she let her hair down. The royal uh, hair breader took a week off. Yeah. Hey, I'm here for it, Sophie I'm Turner. I'm here for it. Uh, and then you obviously, well, you see, you, if you see when Brienne is writing Jamie's um, history mm-hmm. in, in the White Book, what y'all think about that? Yeah, let's bring yeah. that up. What, what, what do actually, you got? Actually, I I'm I'm for it because um, even though. It, she kind of shows Jamie ain't shit. Uh, she she still wrote for a man, and because he he was consumed with that book. Yeah, like this goes back to what I was what I thought before. Like Brienne is Jamie's light, and even though Jamie essentially betrayed her and went back to Cersei, mm-hmm. she still she knew the type of person that Jamie was. Like she knew deep down, yeah. just just like that the type of good guy that he really is, and yeah. she's not gonna let mm-hmm. something like a broken heart actually demean the his, fact that this is a, who he is. a good man and he actually he's actually saved thousands upon thousands of lives right what yeah. do y'all think jamie jamie is a he's a good dude but like the world isn't black and white man you Uh-oh. can't just say oh these guys completely good or completely bad like everybody's everybody's got a little mix of gray in them and jamie is the perfect example of a complex character because he's a good guy he wants to be a good guy but at the end of the day he was he was in love yeah he's he's always been that good guy and like like you just said he's just love is the death of duty man he's he's a guy in love and it it Unfortunately, he was in love with the wrong person. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's a crackhead. <laughs> he's just addicted to Cersei, who wants yeah. to be a good guy. But yeah, uh, Brienne's bitch made too. <laughs> like she, you were all about the bitch made training. Everybody in this episode who ain't Danny, bitch made. Exactly. Everybody who ain't Danny is bitch made. Like Brienne, how you gonna have a man dick you down, and then three nights later wow. he said peace out you know what it is and then you go and eulogize him like come on you ain't throw a little slander in there hey because before they had carnal love they had that real friend love man and mm-hmm. that's what it all comes back to yeah uh, that's some some deep shit man brianne just lost her virginity and could never let him go whatever <laughs> brianne every high school girl ever hey niggas never been in love before clearly <laughs> <laughs> Worse than Gendry, goddamn. Um, <laughs> we we did almost skip over the small council scene, um, which actually uh, KP wanted to bring up. What did you What did you guys What did you guys think of this? I thought this was kind of the only time in the episode where we saw kind of like the small little details, like the small moments that made Thrones what it is. Yeah, that made Thrones so special to begin with. Like we see Tyrion fixing up the chairs and then we see it was awesome to see Braun and Tyrion talking not as um 
as as like equals like, as peers uh-huh. rather than the guy that works for him you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i was i was good seeing braun actually have a voice even though he was talking about using money for brothels instead of ships but hey man the yeah, economy was, needs what it needs you know it was cool because you go ahead yeah i'm actually i'm glad you brought that up kp because um i thought about this as this episode is broken up into two parts like the first part of the episode is all about the action and everything that's going down like mm-hmm. the stuff that we are of course love about the show the battle scenes and everything and then the second half of this episode is all of the boring political stuff right that yeah, is very hard boring. to i mean not nece- not not necessarily the the content itself is boring but just the part about we go from the action scene to the back to the boring political I people heard, t- people walking and talking people sitting in rooms and talking I've which is again people, back to what game of thrones is that's, that's that's what it's built off of i've heard people were upset that braun was even on the small council what'd you expect what, what? what did they expect i mean i just think his role could have been a little uh proportioned a little better he is a commander of multiple roles and er, like multiple wars and he's like a confirmed killer but he gets no, master no. of coin like i've never seen brand do any Braun do anything but ask for money how's this man get a budget <laughs> money um, hey i mean hey he got his castle though he hey, finally he's paid did. in full he finally got his castle hey. they slick tried to fleece it to gray worm let's not forget right. about how they said yeah. they said the unsullied <laughs> for, can live in the reach <laughs> they <laughs> were they were they were trying to get rid of bronze castle at the quickness but yeah cheers like no no no, we can't do that we yeah, can't when do davos that. said that i was like but wait what the what about Braun? I thought he was going to... Hey, was hey fellas. Can we give it up for Sir Podrick Payne? Yeah, Sir Podrick Payne. Can we give him yes. a round of applause? My man, he finally, he finally reached his peak. He finally got... Not only is he a knight in the streets, he's a knight in the... Sheets? That's it, right? Yeah, you did. Man, that man just gave away his house and titles. He's a member of the King's Guard. He can't have no bitches no more. Sure, why are you bitches? He's a King's Guard. Everybody heard about him. Everybody knows who he is. Sex guy Pod. Everybody knows. He is out here. Podrick Real Sisters Pain, bro. Yeah, I and I loved the fact that they had Sam finally came full circle as his character. Yeah, he was Grand Master. He was the Grand Master. Grand Master only had two links. Hey, we just we just gonna act like Sam didn't drop out of Master out of the Citadel. Yeah, where's his qualifications? Where's his he's certificate? Really the, is, he hey. the, is he the new Kyburn? Hey, so I was like, so did Kyburn, and yeah. Kyburn was undefeated. Not even a Master. <laughs> hey, even Oberyn, he 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 dropped out of the Citadel. He he forged five links and then bailed because he had enough. better shit to do. Well, he had much better shit to do. There, there's one thing I did want to point out with this scene is, you know, Bran shows up for a total of three seconds mm-hmm. and says, have you seen Drogon? I'll go find him. You and guys handle the rest. <laughs> Great king. Yeah, what? that's your ruler, Westeros. <laughs> what? I'm sure it will get better. And he just leaves the fucking room. Yeah, they, the, the, least, the least they could have done is let us see Bran like, rule some shit, man. Like, I did him sit, let him have an argument. <laughs> one, one full small council meeting. I did like, though, about, about Bran, this in this last episode, that he finally got some personality. Like, he's, he wasn't full-on beat boop i'm a robot he yeah. actually like he like especially in the in the dragon pit he, he snapped back at, at gray worm there yeah he was yeah. like he, he uh gray worm was like he needs justice and then brand says 
he just got it. Flow. Yeah, I think this like, season he, he has to put some bass in his voice. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> I think, I think I this season Brand. they uh, they realized they maybe went a little bit too far with Robot Brand mm-hmm. in like season seven, so they kind of tried to liven him up just a little bit. You could tell in they, the last two scenes. Yeah, and I right. think I think they did the a, a good job of actually bringing some more personality into this dude because before, like we just said, he was a complete. 100% robot. Yeah. No, no emotion, nothing. Now he actually, he at least can put a, put a somewhat of a smile on his face now. Yeah, something like that. And again, he still leaves us on a cliffhanger of what the fuck he does when he goes <laughs> yeah, he places. Just, he just goes and fucks off somewhere. Um, yeah. Anyways, but this, broken everyone. this last scene was just so, it was just so many callbacks to so many different, like the small council and that small council room in particular has been so influential in so many different seasons and so many different portions of the show. Great times in there. Yeah, season three, you've got Tyrion coming in, dragging a chair after he gets his face Mm -hmm. sliced off and he like gets kicked off the small council. You've got all the meetings when Tyrion's there as hand, when Cersei comes back and her uncle Kevin and Olena are in there. When Tywin comes back as the hand, pretty it's just powerful room. It, yeah. it's very, very powerful. It's, it, it's essentially yeah, it's calling true. back to the, the strongest elements of Game of Thrones. Right but, like, like you just said, Michael, like, shit gets done in this room. They, they, they sit down, they put their minds to work, and they fucking get it, they get it cranking. So, so the Starks rule the world. Yeah. How do you guys, again... How does the season after you've seen everything? How do you got? How's it rate for you? Um, I'm satisfied. You know, like a lot of people, are like oh, this bullshit. Oh, this is the worst thing ever. It just completely ruined the show. No, it didn't for me. Like nothing could ruin the show. Right. Uh-huh. I, 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 every, like every watch, every time, every episode I watched this season, I enjoyed, except for number four. And thank you. Like <laughs> I still enjoy that in the moment. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, it was it was, a, it was a good season. Like this is fucking Game of Thrones, man. It's yeah, good yeah. television, it's, man. It's testify. It's, it's fucking good TV, man. Just be grateful that we even got to experience this shit in our lifetime. Just enjoy this shit, man. This is this is this great. Is appointment television, people. This that was is, appointment television. This is the last time probably we're ever gonna be able to watch some shit mm-hmm. all together like this that everyone needs to see mm-hmm. and y'all motherfuckers try to ruin it yeah, you ain't yeah, ruining it for me I'm here for the praise I'm, I'm here to facts did not ruin it I really we were missing I mean NBA playoffs like Western and Eastern Conference yeah, finals games game sevens all like these shit. were you know a lot of times with TV shows nowadays you've got Netflix everything's on demand mm-hmm. Game of Thrones is one of the last shows that really transcended that and you had to stop what you were doing at that exact time to go and watch that because you wanted to be able to to interact with the community to interact it's the with the monoculture man so what i wanted to ask you guys is out of all eight seasons you know after everything we've seen what is this rate for you uh among the eight right now for me i was i was really hoping that depending on how this episode ended, that this could bump it up to number one for me. But um, Ooh, really? I was hoping it would, but it didn't quite. Still, still, seasons four and three are still my one and two. But this one, I would say, is firmly in the number three spot for me. Mm. KP? Um, after the first three episodes, I was like, wow, this really might be the best season ever. <laughs> then four kind of happened, and there was a lot of... A lot of holes in that one. Five I really liked. Six I liked. So um, I rank in tiers. 
So this is probably in kind of like that middle tier with uh, maybe below season one, uh, definitely below six, four, and three. So I probably have it probably fifth. Fifth, I like fifth. Fair assessment. That's fair. Yeah, I have it in the I have it in the same light. Um, yeah, there's it's it's in no way touching six, four, and three just because those seasons have there's no misses. Like they mm-hmm. they didn't have a single episode Facts. that wasn't must watch TV that wasn't just unanimously great. Like those are seasons one A, one B, and one C. All I really can't put one over the other, but it's definitely right in that tier. You know beneath it it might have the best battle scene in the show with with episode five last week but i give hard home the best my previous best battle in the show and hard homes arguably hard might be my least favorite season so yeah. you know i i, I kind of have it middle I tier. I, I think i'm uh, kind of siding with you kari uh, for me, the first three episodes, I, I was thinking, all right, bet. Hitting. It, yeah, it was hitting. It was single, double, triple. Where's the home run? I was, I was going to go you know, knock it out the park. And then fourth episode for me, just after the fourth episode, there's no way this could be the, my favorite season just because I, I just didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> but I think I'd go four, three, six, and then you're right. I kind of put one and, one and eight around the same tier. Maybe one a little bit higher because that's – you know that's the season that got me mm-hmm. enthralled in this shit. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that that got us all got us all hooked on it. Um, Good old dead man. man. We're we're obviously sad and sober, but it's, I, I I think that's all we have for you tonight. Any you guys got anything to add? I can't believe it's over, man. This is this has been a a huge part of my life for the past I don't even know how many years, man. And to, to see it's over, man, it's bittersweet. it's bittersweet. Oh actually. damn, that's what it means. More more bitter than sweet, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, a lot of bitter. More yeah. But. Yeah, and I think that's one of the biggest the biggest things with this is no matter what people were going on Twitter hating on it, but you're really not going to have something else that we're we're going to be able to talk about that we're all going to have a shared experience in like this for a while i've been watching the show like live since season three so i saw the reigns of castamere in real time like with, mm-hmm. without a binge that's tough. that's tough so i it's i've been watching this since i was in high school and now i've graduated college and working so this show has been a very long part of my life Hey man, inject the inject the prequels directly into my veins. <laughs> exactly, I'll be watching Thrones content until I'm 75. Hey this man, brother. Hey man, this is uh, the beginning. There's, there's someone on, on YouTube right now working on an Arya Goes West. Hey, I'm here. For I'm about to work Somebody's on it. Doing it. I <laughs> I'm, about to, yeah. I'm about to be like Eddie Murphy playing six different roles. <laughs> yeah. well, let me get on that, KP. <laughs> hey, you got it, man. You got it. Uh, but thank you for listening to another installment of the greatest. Game of Thrones podcast that ever was or will be. Tales from the Shadow Tower. Uh, you're obviously fucking with the brothers again. I am Mike Hill Made It. I'm Darth Hilius. You can, can say that one more time, actually. Mike Hill Made It. You can find me on Instagram there. I'm Darth Hilius. Darth underscore Hilius. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and my handles. And I want to give a, a shout out. Thank you to our special guests, KP and Dante. Thank you for coming and joining us on this epic ride yes, of of this podcast. Yeah, so where, where can we find you on the social mediums? Uh, find me Twitter, Instagram, Kari Gold. That's K H A R I Gold. Um, Dante. Find me on uh, Twitter, D Wild underscore three. Find me on Instagram, D Wild three. 
appreciate you guys. Yeah, give us a follow. Like I said, you'll like our tweets. Give us a like on the pictures. We're good-looking fellas. Um, but you're listening to Tales from the Shadow Tower, brought to you by Mangasa. We're just a couple guys being dudes talking about the things we like. A couple of dudes um, being guys. Stay tuned. We got a lot more shit coming for you. Hopefully. Yeah, this uh, isn't the end. Well, this isn't the end of a uh, Mangasa here. We still got even though even though Throne is over, we still got. There's a ton of other shows that are that are coming out here. So in the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. and we know you like to yeah. hear our voices. So exactly. We'll, we'll get Dante and KP because you know they make the episode a little bit better. So we have more. Right. Appreciate that, fellas. Right. Uh, well, we're signing off. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Peace. Yes, sir. Listen.